there, pod listeners. I uh, just wanted to let you know that there was a tiny snafu with the audio this week. Um, We were just in such a hurry to record week two's Simple As That podcast for you guys that uh, we failed to do an adequate mic check. Uh, so you might hear a little echo on Griffin's microphone throughout the podcast, and that's totally our bad. It won't happen in the future. Uh, let's chalk this one up to a new podcast, Getting It Sea Legs. Huh? 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 I'll come up with a different excuse next time. Uh, so enjoy the show. It's simple as that with Drake and Griffin. video games uh with focus on league of legends from time to time but uh most importantly about uh whatever the hell we want to talk about on a week-to-week basis my name is drake Voles, uh one of your hosts on this lovely lovely show and i'm here each week so far with my good friend uh griffin burke hi <laughs> hi griffin how you doing i'm doing great man how you been oh you know hanging in there yeah, well, we all hang in there as best we can. Ah, uh, so let's just jump right in this week, man. What have you been doing in the video game world since we last talked? Oh, what have I been doing in the video game world? Yeah. Um, so I played a little bit more uh, Borderlands pre-sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, still the same game as last week. Excellent. Uh, still Borderlands. Yep, still Borderlands. <laughs> and I uh, started playing Lords of the Fallen, which released. Uh, yesterday. Okay, tell me so, something about Lords of the Fallen, sir. Uh, Lords of the Fallen uh, would have an apt comparison to Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. However, uh, I will caution you, if you go in expecting Dark Souls, you are going to be sorely disappointed. Alright, now let's for a moment uh, go under the absurd assumption that I've never even played a Dark Souls game. Mm-hmm. What is Lord of the Fallen? <laughs> uh, so it's oh, that's a, that's a difficult question to answer. You, it's a third-person action adventure, sort of an RPG, I guess. I mean, I would classify it as an RPG. Okay. Um, you control a guy. Uh, I forget his name. It, I think it start. It starts on an H, like Hurik or Hurik or something. Medieval uh, warrior. Medieval, you control medieval warrior. Um, I gotta be honest with you, I haven't really followed what they're telling me to do, uh, just because I was more interested in exploring everything. Uh, but okay. more or less, there's demons afoot, and you're supposed to kill them. You gotta be. You got. You gotta. I don't know what else you do with demons afoot. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. gotta. You gotta hunt them down. You gotta stick them with the pointy end. Yep. As that one television show taught us all. Uh, uh, sure. <laughs> sure. Sure, why not? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, like I said... Let's see, it's... the most popular franchise you could like in the combat to might be Legends of Zelda, or 
you know, maybe uh, Monster Hunter. Or, I'm, you know, like everyone knows recently, Dark Souls. Yeah, Dark, Dark Souls would be the best comparison. I mean, there's so many comparisons between Dark Souls you can make as far as the, the actual combat and even the control scheme is, yeah. is almost identical. I have not I have not played the game, but I've watched uh, I've watched someone play it. I've watched mm-hmm. quite a bit of it, probably like an hour's worth of someone just running around that game. And as far as I can tell, it goes so far in copying Dark Souls as to uh, when you die, you drop your copyright souls on the ground and have to go back and pick them up so that you don't lose all your experience that you've gained. Yeah, yeah, there is that mechanic um, in there. There's a slight twist to it um, in that your experience will start to decay mm-hmm. uh, if you don't get to it in time. Okay. Um, which kind of adds, as, uh, I guess, more more anxious or something, I guess you would say. Um, there's a really interesting mechanic with the experience in that the the longer that you go without going to the... I don't know what it's called. The bonfire equivalent, I guess. <laughs> the, the giant freaking floating crystal, crystal. structure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, the, the hashtag not a bonfire. Got it. <laughs> exactly. The longer you go uh, not using one of those, the you get a multiplier. So every enemy you kill, you get another 2% multiplier in your XP. Oh, so if you can stay away from those and are good about using your healing items and staying alive, you can rack up some pretty huge bonuses. I think my highest I've seen is something like an extra 50% XP, uh, which is pretty handy if you're trying to level up. Um, and the, lo- the longer your killstreak is, the, the longer you have before your experience starts to decay. So it's the you know risk-reward, do I want to keep going? I only have one potion, but man, I got a huge XP boost. Can I, can I kill these next few? Yeah, Monsters. That sounds dangerous. Yeah, it is. Um, I've I've lost quite a bit of experience so far trying to to maximize that, and uh, well, it's just like just like in Dark Souls, it do, you, you get really frustrated with it. Yeah. So objectively, this game looks a lot cleaner than either of the two Souls games. Yes. But, yeah. But man. Is it just me, or is it boring? Yeah, yeah. The... It, 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 ha- it, it has, it's cleaner, it's got more pointy bits sticking out of everything, <laughs> but but my god, does it lack the atmosphere of at, at least the first Souls game. I, I, think, I think it actually pretty well resembles the atmosphere of a lot of the second Souls game, but we won't get into that right now. Yeah. Yeah, it it is very much. Um, again, I'm only a few hours into it, so I don't know. There may be more, better environments later on, but so far it's like, you know, Western European castle or monastery kind of thing. It's it's just not a very interesting setting. I, I've uh, already played Diablo. Is the thing <laughs> exactly? So maybe there's more interesting environments later on. Uh, right now, I'm kind of going through some catacombs, which. Any catacombs is just a catacombs. You've seen one, you've seen them all. Um, not a very interesting. Boy, set. and 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 boy, oh boy! If there wasn't something I got enough of in Dark Souls <laughs> Two, it was fighting big dudes, just yep. giant humanoid creatures. And yep. all the boss battles I've seen so far have just been boss battles against big dudes. Yep. Ugh. Yep. Yeah. Totally. I mean. Uh, you, you, you report back to me when you've seen some more of that game, but let me 
I I will I will, <laughs> I will say though um it's it's more I wouldn't say it's I mean it is aping Dark Souls but I would say it's more inspired by Dark Souls than trying to be Dark Souls uh there are some subtle differences as far as using items and, and the combat goes that uh I think will set it apart I'm not sure if I like it better but my first impressions are that it's uh more of a a mainstream Dark Souls, if yeah. that makes any sort of well, sense. Yeah, yeah. What I've heard is, uh, and, and what I've seen is that it's just so much more forgiving. Like you can, you can put on that bulky armor and tank and spank your way through most of the fights in that game. Which, mm-hmm. also, I don't know. Dark Souls ruined me on so many other freaking games. <laughs> I, I have to get out of that mindset. I'm just like, yeah, but, yeah, but think about what it could be, man. Just think. Yeah. Ah, oh, just oh man, oh man. And. And like I said, I went in thinking Dark Souls, and I was uh, a little disappointed. You know, I got to change my mindset a little bit going in because know, it's not can. that challenging experience that you've come to expect from that franchise. It's something completely no. different. It's a it's a bit of a different experience uh, as far as how you I- engage monsters. One thing I saw was uh, like uh, some of the spell casting, like that decoy spell. Mm-hmm. What the hell is that? This is like easy mode. Yep. I mean, like, one of the biggest things in Dark Souls was getting getting around to the tail and just slashing at butts. That's what you do in that game. You, you, you slap around to the back of monsters, and then you swipe at their butts with your sword. Yep. And and that just puts butt swiping on easy mode, man. You, yeah, You're just a does. professional, like, you could work in a nursing home. Yep. <laughs> Gross. That's fine. <laughs> that's, that's, that's some imagery that I didn't need tonight. <laughs> well... Just think about those big dudes, man. Just, just, just getting in there. Yeah, getting, getting in those in dude there. butts. Getting in there to those big dudes. Yep. Anyway, uh, maybe I'll report back later after I've had a little more time to, to dive into it. I'll tell you what, uh, you're allowed to report back if it gets more interesting. Otherwise, <laughs> I just don't even... Don't Otherwise, know. I'll just keep my mouth shut. About I don't I don't want to know how bad it is. <laughs> Let's see, my microphone's uh, getting into my freaking jacket here. Sounds serious. Yeah, it's a serious issue. It's gonna make some really annoying noises, I'm sure, uh, for all the listeners out there. Click, 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 click. Uh, anyway, yeah, let's sure. talk about something else. Let's talk about something else that I just totally love. Drake, what do you love? <sighs> Played more Hearthstone this week. Oh yeah, yeah. how did I go for you? It's fine. Yeah, just fine. Yeah. Played some more Starcraft. Yeah, how did Starcraft go? I think it went worse than it did the week before. <laughs> Now, let's not talk about that either. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If I remember correctly, yeah. it went terribly last week. <laughs> so Did it go bad. even more terribly this week, Drake? Oh my god! <laughs> I, I'm I'm asking in jest because I was playing those games with you, and I would probably agree that those those went worse than last week. What, so. hap- what happened to us? Um, you know, I I can't really say okay. off the top of my head. I would have to guess. Uh, we're not Korean, but yeah, that's probably that. Yeah, or just general badness. Also, also that we're just really bad at StarCraft. Uh, so all right, well, uh, something else I played this week. Let's talk about my other favorite game of the week, Hyrule Warriors. You want to talk about Hyrule Warriors? Uh, I do, but I'm concerned that you said that a little sarcastically. I don't even know what sarcasm is, man. Not today. I don't. Not, not I've, never today. Even, I've never even heard of sarcasm in my <laughs> life. I just 
let's talk about my favorite game in the entire world that I could just play for hours and hours and hours and forever, Hyrule Warriors. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about Hyrule Warriors. Uh, Drake, you, you played that. Oh, yeah, how, how was it? Well, let me let me start off by telling you that Hyrule Warriors is kind of I'm using I'm using the bunny ear quotes above the microphone here. Okay. It is okay. kind of a Legends of Zelda game. Kind of. Yeah, well, um in in name only? Wait, no, not even in name. Uh I've never seen a Legend of Zelda game called Hyrule anything. Uh, so this is very much a Legends of Zelda game, much like Shadow of Mordor is a Lord of the Rings game. Fair enough. And, and that just in case everything went kaput, they separated themselves from it beforehand. <laughs> uh, but unlike Shadow of Mordor, I'm not so sure this went as well, and I think the uh, abort clause might need to be activated in that contract. Now, that's interesting, because I know... Personally, I've enjoyed my time with Hyrule Warriors, and I know uh, Nintendo just released some quarterly results, and they say Hyrule Warriors has done fairly well. Yeah, I'm sure they sold lots of copies to all the people who have been begging for anything Legends of Zelda ever since the Wii U came out, <laughs> and they have gotten nothing, and nothing, and nothing, hey, and what? Hey, they, they did get the Wind Waker uh, HD remake. Oh, sweet. <laughs> and, and and so finally they 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 throw them a biscuit, but it turns out that that biscuit was actually made out of limestone, and they all these poor poor saps who go out and rush to buy this game are breaking their teeth on that limestone <laughs> biscuit. That's what I think. All right, let's go back to what this game is. Um, Hyrule Warriors is a Legends of Zelda skin on a Dynasty Warriors game. And if you mm-hmm. aren't familiar with the 17,000 Dynasty Warriors games on the market that have been around since the early 90s, <laughs> Dynasty Warriors... And I don't... I didn't look that up. Dynasty Warriors... <laughs> Uh, is a game that has, uh, before having multitudes of enemies on the screen, had lots and lots and lots of enemies on the screen, and the way it got around uh, doing that, the way it was able to accomplish that, was by having absolutely no AI to speak of, just lots and lots and lots of ragdolls for you to run through with your uh, medieval Chinese halberds and swords and just destroy thousands and thousands and thousands of supposed human beings during mm-hmm. the uh, the dynasty wars in China mm-hmm. or was it Japan? I don't it's know. It it's was China. China. It was China. I, I know it's based off of a book or historical fiction or something. I know it's based off of something from Chinese I'm sure, history. I'm sure you're using the bunny ear quotes above your microphone. Too. <laughs> yes. Best. <laughs> do, well, do not pursue Lu Bu. Well, there is... is the only thing that can possibly be true. <laughs> well, everyone knows not to pursue Lu Bu. I mean, that's just like, you know, you, you tell your kids that. Don't, you know, don't take candy from strangers. Don't get in strange vans. Don't pursue Lu Bu. Look both ways before crossing the street. <laughs> I mean, that's just something everyone knows. Every, who doesn't know that? That's, that's ridiculous. Who doesn't know that? <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, it's about just destroying those thousands and thousands and thousands of things on the screen, and... The thing about Dynasty Warriors 1 through 17,000, um, and the thing that a lot of people like about it, is that they don't do a lot of screwing with the formula. 
they stick very much to the original look. You do want to be cool, and we're going to give you ways to be the most powerful warrior in all the land, destroying the entire state of, I don't know. China. No, Kansas. Let's oh. kill the entire state of Kansas in one mission. That's how many people we're going to kill. Like, and, and all with the, with the press of a single freaking button over the course of the next half hour of your life. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, over and over repetitive stuff. And, and, and for its time, that game was brilliant, and it brought a lot of new and fresh things to the table. And in the past decade and a half, or more, hasn't done anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nintendo thought that that was the best franchise in the world to revitalize their Legends of Zelda series with <laughs> by throwing it at a third-party developer and saying, hey, do you want to just slap some cool Zelda skins on that? Because that's actually still selling. And if we put Zelda on it, it would probably sell better, right? Sell more, yeah. Uh, well, And, and, and as, as your results, as Nintendo's quarterly results have shown, I guess it does. Yeah. So, I mean... You know, Dynasty Warriors is not a game series that everyone likes. It's it's one of those love it or hate it kind of things. I think it's not for new comers to the Dynasty Warriors franchise. You know, I I had never really played a Dynasty Warriors game before this. Are you and, kidding me? What rock did you live under? Well, I I played them, but never you know, okay. never intently. So I didn't come <laughs> across them. I played a Gundam Dynasty Warriors with some friends. That was pretty neat. Um, but I had my eye on. Dynasty Warriors 8 on Steam for a while. I thought about picking it up, never did, because mm-hmm. uh, it just looked, you know, repetitive. And it's like, oh, this is, you know, boring. Um, but I picked up Hyrule Warriors on a whim. I, I personally really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. It was a surprising amount of content okay. um, as far as hitting the Y button several thousand times in oh, a half hour. Oh, God, the Y button. Um, but, you know. I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought, you know, it, it can get a little repetitive at times, but uh, I thought there was enough variety as far as the, the number of characters you could play as, and it was just kind of fun seeing those Legend of Zelda characters uh, outside of their normal realm. Trust me, man. I tried I tried so hard to like it. I, uh, I, I, I like Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty Warriors, as Dynasty Warriors, has always sat really well with me because... Really? Well, yeah, it's very comfortable. I can always go back to it, and I know that they've never changed a damn thing on me. And, <laughs> Just and adding more people. And, and, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure that they do add more people. <laughs> I'm sure, I think, I think in their most recent version, they added like a couple new people who use like giant scrolls as a weapon, but it works the same way as the people who used to use the giant stars as a weapon used to work. It doesn't. The game, the game doesn't change much, and for that, it's comfortable. But. Uh, I went to Hyrule Warriors, and, and and I tried all of the different modes, and mm-hmm. I and I and I and I went like, I, I went as far as I could get within my brain capacity in the campaign, which is admittedly about three missions. <laughs> I, I definitely killed the Dongo. I can tell you that much. Excellent. Well, I, I threw about I threw about. Fifty bombs in one chuck into that guy's mouth. Yeah, you sure did. I felt real uh, okay about it. But but and, the real and, question is, why didn't he die then? Because it only takes three bombs, right? <laughs> the, three the, bombs. Most, the most disappointing thing about that game 
Are you ready for this? I'm ready. The most disappointing thing about that game was that it was not the original NES Legends of Zelda. And and I and I went to Hyrule Warriors not expecting that to be a disappointment at all. But as I was scrolling through the options and the game modes, I come upon something I think it was called adventure mode. Mhm. Mhm. And the background of adventure mode had the entire NES Legends of Zelda world strewn before me and I go, "Oh no, they didn't. They did not put the original NES Zelda on here." Because I'm like, screw playing Hyrule Warriors. I'm jumping in here and just playing that game. Because that's got me excited. <laughs> that that's that, that's unfortunate. That was not what that was. That was uh, the most was disappointing was moment thing. of my life. Whenever I'm like, wait a minute, why am I playing Hyrule Warriors again? I just clicked on go to play NES Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> that was clearly the option. That's that's the image it showed me on the screen. And it did not even give a flavor text as to what adventure mode might be. It's just like, adventure mode and this background. So, so I do warn you, listeners, <laughs> that if, if you scroll over adventure mode and have the same thought I did, do not expect the outcome I expected, or you too <laughs> will meet with <laughs> many tears. Disappointment. Uh, so much. Sadness. That's when I was done. That's when I was done. I finished that first adventure mode mission, and I'm just, I, I can't play that game anymore. I can't Gotta do something else. I, so, yeah, I went and did something else. Well, I'm sorry that you had such a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, should we move on to a lighter topic? Yeah, well, um, it is the end of October, and uh, as it is the end of October, I have been spamming horror movies on Netflix. Ooh. And I want to tell you about the best three of the last 20 I've seen. Excellent. Of Netflix horror movies. Maybe you could try them out. Maybe if you're looking for something to watch here uh, on Halloween. That's coming up in a couple days. Two days for us, yeah, yeah. as of this recording. As of this recording, we're recording on October 29th, 2014. I'm probably going to start putting that in the intro at the beginning of the show. I don't think I did that. But it's a lovely, lovely Wednesday evening. Um, but anyway, those movies, uh, one a, a weird one that uh, had really, really low production costs that I kind of liked was Pontypool, which comes from a terrible, terrible, terrible book that I do not recommend you read. Like uh, Twilight? Yeah. Yeah, a lot like that, but I wouldn't watch those movies either. That, that, that's like a double miss, and this, oh. is, a, this is a one hit, one miss. Oh, excellent. So, uh, shooting 50. Yeah, Pontypool was pretty interesting and had a really, really sexy radio voice through the entire thing. Um, the Caller was pretty interesting. Um, I had a few chills in that movie, and if you're just looking for uh, a thriller killer... Your Next was pretty good. Last night I watched, I think, a movie called The Haunting of Helen, which is basically a horror movie about the Tooth Fairy. Not necessarily recommended. I just wouldn't recommend the Tooth Fairy in general. So. Well, I didn't know what it was going to be about. Hell, man. I'm just trying to watch every horror movie that got on Netflix. That's that's fair, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't expect much from, from Helen. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. I think that's all I've got for what I've done in the past week. Anything else on you? Not really. Uh, 
I don't watch a lot of scary movies. The last time I watched a scary movie was Halloween, the original Halloween. The original uh, Halloween. Please don't yeah. tell me that was, like, on release. No, 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 no. So, like, when you were two. <laughs> no, I... This this was back in high school. Oh, okay. Or maybe I was, was in college. I can't remember. No, it was definitely high school, because I was still in my house then, uh, oh, not boy, in the dorm. That was... Uh, boy, we're, so. we're working. We're working on, like, a decade ago about now, yeah, aren't we? It's, yeah, it's, it's getting... That was a while ago, but I just remember I was in my basement watching it alone, and I got so scared that I decided to uh, go back uh, upstairs to the, you know, to the main level and watch it there because it's less scary than a basement. Uh, at which point, something that my mom had put on the window, like a, you know, just a, not like a picture, one of those sticker thingies, Su- no, suction it, thingies. Yeah, it suctions under the window. That fell off during the movie. And made a bunch of noise. And you noped the hell out. I just noped the hell out. I (laughs) turned the TV off and ran as fast as I could. Like, I took corners really wide, like, trying to get that, you know, right stick, look around the corner kind of dealy. Um, And I I slept with the lights on. I was terrified. Oh, my God. Uh, So I don't watch horror movies. Yeah, I think you and I have a different take on horror movies. (laughs) (laughs) Because I say horror with the bunny ears, and you say horror with the nope. Yeah. That's fun. I'm glad that you and I are not the same person. That would that would make for boring conversation. That would. Alright, well let's move on. Uh this is normally the section of the show where we would go on to what we like to call League Talk, where we talk about the incredibly popular League of Legends. And we're gonna do that, but a lot of our League Talk this week I think is gonna be dominated by emails. So we might even move an email up to this section. Uh, one thing I want to talk about is uh, in those quarterly reports that came out uh, on the MMO table. So they added uh, they added these MOBAs onto the MMO income chart for uh, games, mm-hmm. and there was a, there was a big old table with like which what MMOs are bringing in the most money in the last quarter. Um, yep. And League of Legends came in first by a margin that is unparalleled. Like, (laughs) World of Warcraft shivered at the the amount of money that League of Legends was drawing in, and I thought that was pretty cool. Like, I I, I do not have the table in front of me, nor do I remember the exact numbers, but, but it had, like, more than five times the income of whatever came in second place. I think I've seen the table you're talking about. If I remember correctly, didn't World of Tanks place up there? Yeah, it was in top really ten. High? I think Hearthstone like came like came squeaking in at number ten. Yeah, yeah. But oh. uh, I was I was surprised more by World of Tanks than I was by League of Legends. Maybe it's just my sphere of. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've never perception. been too into World of Tanks. I know that the people who like World of Tanks like World of Tanks and put lots of money in World of Tanks because people who like tanks. As a rule, tend to make more money than everybody else. I don't know. <laughs> let's, let's just be real. The people who like World of Tanks really like World of Tanks. Yeah, they, they like that a lot, and it's not really my deal. But yep, they they put money into that game, much like we put money on our lovely, lovely quote unquote <laughs> free to play game. It's so free. It's so free. Where did you get that Buccaneer Tristana skin? I, you know, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Also, uh, I had a listener uh, stalk me and flag me down on Facebook to tell me Excellent. that after they listened to the first 
uh, podcast that we did last week, um, that they immediately logged into League of Legends and played a game using Ash, uh, like I suggested, mm-hmm. and that they they cleaned house. They like went twenty eight and fourteen. Well, carrying their right. team to a resounding victory, and I told them that surely they must be mistaken because none of the advice I give ever works. <laughs> also, Ash doesn't get kills. Ash is a support carry. Ash, Ash is definitely a support carry. She gets none of the kills and none of the glory, but carries games nonetheless. At least the way I play her, but maybe I'm just piss-awful. Well... I'm going to go ahead and mark that down as a victory for us and then retire as a League of Legends coach. Um, 100% <laughs> success. You're only, uh, you're only as good as your last coaching. Yep. <laughs> and um, I'm going to go ahead and retire there. So this, this next bit's on you, Drake. All right. Uh, unfortunately for you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drag you right back out of retirement. All right. Re- regardless of what you say. I'm ready. Put me in, coach. Uh, we're we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do something here. Because this is a, an abnormally long email and very mm-hmm. full, of, full of very comprehensive questions. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna just do we're gonna do this email as our League of Legends section today. Okay, um, I'm ready. This email was sent to us by Nathan F, and I guess I'm just going to read it verbatim here, and then we're gonna go back and try and hit the points. I'm not gonna stop in the middle of this email and hit points. I'm just gonna read the whole thing because I'm not reading it. More do it to us. <clears throat> I'm gonna do this in uh, whatever voice I can imagine. Nathan having while writing this voice. So, Nathan F, guys. Hey, guys. On your show, you talked about how to play a series of League of Legends champions that people don't play much anymore. Drake, you also mentioned that you managed to get platinum playing these champions. Reign of Gaming used to release tier lists, and there are plenty of other resources for finding what the pros are playing. Uh, Does champion pick matter more than your ability to play that champion? Uh, Is it worth my time to specialize in an especially strong champion? And are there champions that are completely irrelevant in competitive ladder play? Uh, What's the best way to approach solo queue in terms of champion mastery and role mastery? Do I master the jungle and hope I don't get forced to support? for being last pick and get aggressively strong-armed by the people who are supposed to be on my team? Uh, Do I learn all the junglers or just three or so? Should it be based on the role the jungler provides? For instance, should I learn a crowd control tank, a fighter, a mage jungler, and do the same for every other lane? Uh, You don't have to answer all this, uh, but it all kind of rolls into a similar topic, I thought. Let me let me stop you right there, Nathan. No disrespect. Please don't stop listening. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to stop you right there too, Nathan. Uh, mainly because that's the end of the email, but also because that is a long email. Um, and, and though I love the long emails, guys, um, f- from here on out, I'm going to reward some bad behavior by answering this one. And then hope that you guys don't repeat the offense now that I've brought it up. Um, Look, we got really short attention spans, so try and keep it as short as possible. Keep your emails to one or two questions, tops. <laughs> Maybe after, one or two sentences. After this. Uh, that being said, I spent way too much time going mostly point for point in this email So before making that decision. So by God, I'm, I'm going to answer mm-hmm. these questions 
and that's why we're making it the entirety of our League of Legends section today. All right, well, then why don't you take it away? I'll chime in when I see necessary. Oh, my God, okay. Um, to start off with, I would say that if you are not able to devote six or more hours of playing League of Legends a day like the pros do, do not try and stay on top of the current meta tier lists. I think that's ridiculous. I think that those things rotate too quickly, and the amount of champions that are at the top, it's too large of a quantity to learn those champions intimately enough to be able to take them and play them in any situation, which is often what solo queue requires. So unless, unless you just have ungodly free time, or are in fact being paid to play League of Legends all day... That wouldn't be my top priority as a bronze or silver player trying to reach those gold rewards by uh, the next week and a half, I think, mm-hmm. which is when the season ends. Um, <clears throat> that, that would be my first point. Don't try that hard. Find something you like. Um, because those champions that are at the top of the meta, you're rarely going to get to pick them anyway because you have nine other people in every single game that you're in who just watch the pros and pick what they pick based solely on the fact that they think that's good. And and while those champions are good and they are picked by the pros for a reason, most people pick them without knowing why they're good and having that background and having that experience to know why the pick is essential to the pros. Um, so if I wouldn't... Like, you're, you're not the pros. You don't have that much time. You don't have that much insight. I don't care how smart you think you are. Because you're not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wise words. I, because I can tell you for damn sure that I'm not. And I, there, there was a time in my life where I spent those six hours a day playing League of Legends, and even then, I was not. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, maybe those people out there are just a hell of a lot smarter than me. But until you beat me on the ladder, I don't care. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. A lot of you have beat me on the ladder. Um, and please write in and tell me how stupid I am. Um, my next, uh, bit of advice would be to finding the champions that you should be picking. The champions that you're relatively confident that you can pick in any game without, uh, that being an issue. Something middle of the road, something not considered, like, something that hasn't been considered overpowered in months, probably, is what you're looking for. So, this is something that I feel really comfortable with, uh, talking about. Uh, I really like the champion Karma, uh, playing her in a support role, or even a mid-AP role. Mm-hmm. Um, Karma is rarely picked as a traditional support, uh, and you rarely ever see her, and she'll never be banned. Um, and I feel like I do better as Karma as a support than most of the other supports that I've played. So, uh, that, that really is, pick something you're comfortable with. Pick something you want to play. Don't pick, you know, a Leona or a Nami, just because they're strong. Sorry. Pick Pick, pick the champions you want to play, because you're going to be inherently better, I think, at those, because it'll be... At least I always find myself trying harder and having more fun when I'm playing those champions. Absolutely. And and, what, and Karma falls right in with my next point. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, like, uh, the next thing I was going to say, and right along those lines, is find a champion that you can play in at least two roles. Um or more, if possible, and there are a lot of champions like that out out there, and the reason for that is a lot of times, like you said, Nathan, you get shoehorned into things that you're not used to playing, Um, but if you're playing a role you're not used to playing with a champion that you are intimately familiar with playing, 
then you've already got a leg up on what you had before, which is not knowing what the hell to do, period. Um, I know I used this example last week, but I play a lot of Shaco. <laughs> I can play Shaco in four out of the five roles on a team. Um, and while my team may not like me for doing so, I can I, I, I have carried from the support role, I've carried from the mid role, I've carried from top lane, and then obviously where Shaco is most comfortable in the jungle. But I can play him in any of those roles, and a lot of the times when I get him in those weird roles, I think I have a higher win rate than I do in the jungle, because mm-hmm. uh, the people I'm playing against uh, do not know how to trade with the champion they don't see very often, and because they are not intimately familiar with the matchup, and I've you know, I've played more than 2,000 games of Shaco in the last five years of this game. I know the matchups. <laughs> I, I, I know the <laughs> trades. And, and because I, I, I know that champion inside and out. I'm not saying Shaco. I'm not saying go pick up Shaco because Shaco is flawed beyond doubt. That champion has lots and lots of drawbacks. But because not everyone knows them, I'm able to exploit their weaknesses in knowledge because they mm-hmm. don't see the pros playing it because they haven't played it themselves because they don't see the pros playing it. They don't really know what to do and so they, you can take advantage of them early and snowball to a victory and you can do that with a lot of champions. Pantheon hasn't been played a lot recently. He's won. Gangplank uh, is Who just got strong. buffed. Right. Um, I'm sure that her rework is very, very soon and coming but uh, I know a couple of plat level and diamond level players who got there playing Poppy for fuck's sake. Like, like there are just pretty sweet. In, in, until the recent Scion change, even Scion was in that category. There are just lots of old champions who haven't been touched or played by anybody in a long time that uh, that have those strengths. Um, Annie is another one. Like Annie, uh, I think she's recently been played a lot as a support, but Annie mid is still really strong. I've seen people pull off Annie jungle. You know, just pick something that you like to play and a lot of times people have a play style nathan um i looked up your league of legends account and i found that you played a lot of zyra and and heimerdinger which means that you like those champions that have uh pets should we say so maybe you'd even try uh the new champion after he's not so new anymore because (laughs) i'm sure right now azir is on everyone's ban list which is what we're trying to avoid but you know just look into those pet based champions uh, like Yorick or Zyra or Heimerdinger, and and find them and play them in every role imaginable. And those are both great champions that I'm trying, like that, that I'm talking about here, that can just fit into lots of different roles, and that's great. And on that note, I say uh, in champ select, you know, kind of screw what your team picks. You know, if you have four ads and everyone's like, you you have to absolutely pick an an AP mid, you know, you, you can't do anything but that, but you're like, uh, the only mid I can play is Pantheon. Pick Pantheon, screw your team, make it work. In Champion Select, play for you. You know, play what you know how to play, because if you pick something you don't know how to play, you're gonna be less useful to your team than if you pick something you're intimately familiar with, no matter armor builds and resistances. So in Champion mm-hmm. Select, play for you. Don't pick what's overpowered, uh, but once the game starts, start playing for your team, because once the game starts... You and your team need to work together to make what you have into the most cohesive team possible. And since all of them just picked OP things they saw on the LCS, and you're the only one who knows how to play your champion, maybe you're a good leadership role for that team and can start directing people on, you know, smart plays. 
But don't be bossy, because everyone hates bossy people. Yeah, and if none of that works, just go on the forums and complain about it. Yeah! That's... I hate my teammates. Elo hell. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> just make sure, make sure that you hit your keys really hard, too, because... No. That way they'll know you're serious. Yeah, uh, I found that the best way to rage type at Rito um, is to actually place your face directly next to your keyboard <clears throat> and scream at it with so much force <laughs> oh my gosh. that the spittle actually presses down the buttons. <laughs> this this sounds this sounds serious. Uh, well, yeah. you're a serious guy. No, I get it. No, I've. I've Sears has a heart attack, man. I'm, I'm, I'm. This is no laughing matter. This is yeah. League of Legends. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm. I'm basic Rita. <laughs> uh. So yeah. Um. Hopefully we answered that email to exhaustion. And remember, emails in the future. One to two questions. Make it fun to read out loud. We like fun to read out loud things because we're gonna read them out loud on the podcast. Yeah. And don't don't send us weird things. Uh, or do send us weird things because I'll just delete it. I wanna if it's I wanna too weird. try and describe a picture in this podcast and succeed. <laughs> and have someone find it and say, "Is this the picture you were talking about in last week's podcast?" And I'll say, "Yes, perfect." Our listeners are fantastic. Yeah. So. uh... Was that a request for dick pics? No. God, no. None of that. I, I swear I will just quit life. All right, so you heard it here. Send your dick pics to no. podcast at gmail.com. Let's move on to uh, our news section and uh, our anticipated game section. We kind of blend those together because, I don't know, we're not really news guys, but we do have a lot of things we're looking forward to and catch news on occasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm even... I mean, are we cool with that? Are we moving on to the news section? Yeah. No, let's, oh, let's go. Let's All right, news. we're in it. We're Newsy. in the news section now. Ready? Boom. All right, let's... And now we're in the news section. Uh, welcome to the news section. Uh, just this is then Xbox price drops for the holiday season. Xbox bundles going down to as low as $349.99 on shelves uh, for this holiday season, probably starting on Black Friday and going all the way through Christmas, you'll be able to get your Xbox One as cheap as you've gotten it so far. It actually starts November 2nd, is what I hear, and some retailers have already discounted it. So, Hot willies! Look at that! That's... That's already. I, th- I think there's that also counts the bundles too. So. Oh yeah, it's definitely a bundles. So that's got games in it. Like uh, I know Sunset Overdrive is in some of the bundles. I think there's a Madden or Call of Duty bundle as well. Yep, most get... definitely. I'm a little confused about the Sunset Overdrive bundle. Normally with bundles they do like their hardcore. Uh, we've these these are staples of our franchise games. But uh, if they want to do a brand new IP, if they're that confident in it, I'm all for it. I, from what I've yeah. seen of that game, it looks pretty rad. It's it's definitely got color in it, which is something oh I'm a fan of. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. But uh, we're not there yet. Uh, more news, more news, more news. Uh, PlayStation 2.0 update. Oh boy, getting the big one. Let me tell you, this update uh, is bringing all the hot features you've been waiting for from the PlayStation 2, including 
USB Four. music player. Now you can plug in your USB MP3s and listen to them live through your PlayStation. All right, sl- slow down, Kuwabara. <laughs> uh, this is for the PlayStation 4, right? You said PlayStation 2. I'm confused. Uh, PlayStation 2.0 update for the PlayStation 2. 4. Yeah. <laughs> huh. the, the newest PlayStation uh, just got updated. I don't have a PlayStation 4, so... I don't uh, have one yet. Excellent. But I'm, so, I think, I think, I think one's in the works. Let's work on that. Uh, yep. but until then, I'll just keep playing my PlayStation 2. <laughs> what are the what I've been saying all along. Excellent. Because that's, it's, because that's what I mean. I still use memory just... cards and blocks because that's what's cool. Uh, some more things that are coming with this update. Uh, new background colors. We've been waiting on that one, PlayStation. Woo! That's why I haven't bought one, because there's no good background colors. Yeah, man, if my dashboard can't be, you know, at least six different colors, which I think is what they added in this update, boy, oh boy, my customization woes are legion. <laughs> uh, I think they added in voice commands, uh, kind of like what the Xbox just got rid of with their Connect. But do you need a special like move feature for the voice commands or are those in on your controller or something? I don't I don't know. <laughs> is, there a, is there a mic in your controller in those things? I, yeah, there's there's definitely a mic somewhere because uh, they have PlayStation internet games because this is the new fangled future with them internets and everything. Uh, which ties straight into our next feature, which is now you can upload clips that you've recorded on your PlayStation 4 directly to YouTube. When before, um, you're just able to upload it to Facebook. So. So before it was super lame, and now it's extreme. Or extreme. Like... <laughs> I mean, I'm not a fan of social media. Just period. You're not. You're not a tuber. No, you're, I, not, you're not a you're you're not on the MySpace book. No, I don't have any books. What are those? Not a reader. Yeah, I mean this that's that's kind of cool, uh, but I I'm wary that it's gonna be used very often because unedited raw clips like that are not gonna be very interesting. I don't think. Uh, well, there is actually some editing that you can do in the PlayStation 4 now. Oh. And also, there's more streaming customization. Like, you can add scre- on-screen graphics and notes to your viewers uh, directly through the PlayStation 4 interface. And I'm not sure how intuitive any of that could possibly be using a controller, but... Mm-hmm. It's in there. But there's a touch screen on your controller, so you can do that, right? Uh, so, I don't know. The TLDR of these patch notes uh, was that this is all pretty... Not pretty, exciting? Pretty, pretty extreme! Lee boring. Lee boring uh, stuff that yep. probably should have been in the box like a year and a half ago. Like, you know what else should have been in the box? Hmm. Games. Where are the games? They're getting around to it. <laughs> they work. They work. They got Destiny. Uh, <laughs> they got that one. They work. They. They. Uh, Infamous. No. Oh, that was pretty good. Anyway, what else we got in the news? 
something else I kind of want to play, even though I'm hesitantly optimistic about it. And I say hesitantly with emphasis, as I'm sure you've heard if you have ears. Uh, mm-hmm. The Evil Within, a.k.a. Resident Evil 4-2. Uh, <laughs> the, the Resident Evil version where you dress up in different costumes and sing karaoke to take the enemies down. Wait, that was a different... I'm... I'm very confused now. Where where did we go? Final, maybe it's Final Fantasy X too. Oh, I thought you were talking about Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, about the same thing, I think. Uh, the Evil Within, uh, which is actually, it just looked like a uh, heavy, 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 heavily letterboxed uh, Resident Evil Four. Had the same director, didn't it? Yep, yep, it had the exact same director. Well, that explains it. Well, you know, it's it's not not necessarily a bad thing. Resident Evil 4 was a fantastic game. Resident Evil 4 was a fantastic game. Um I'm not sh- I'm not sure they recaptured all of its magic in this one, but mm-hmm. but maybe they did. Uh either way, at least I can go back and hang out with all my old friends uh like the chainsaw guy or the president's daughter. <laughs> Is she back? Did she make a reappearance in this one? I'm sure she has, because from what I've seen of it, like, Leon Kennedy goes into a new village, only calling himself a different name. Now, what ethnicity are we slaughtering this time? And has there been a hubbub around it? Uh, no, this isn't Resident Evil 5. This is Resident Evil 4, Griffin. This is pure whitey on whitey. Oh. Racial, I thought we were... racial violence. Was there was there nothing about the Spaniards in, in 4? I don't... I, I, I don't think anyone minds too much. Oh, okay. If, you know... The Those dirty Spaniards. Yeah. Take, take them down. Take them uh, down. No, but really, we have nothing against Spanish. Except that they suck. Please don't send the Inquisition after us. Voy a matar. Vamos. Anyway, uh, Evil Within, Resident Evil 4 2, not to be confused with Resident Evil 6, which apparently is, like... Also mediocre. Okay, moving yeah. on. <laughs> Flying through these. All right, what's next? Something that I am actually kind of sad that I'm not even planning on getting an Xbox One anytime in the near future uh, for Sunset Overdrive. Sunset Mm. Overdrive looks a super, super, super fun as shit. Yes. Uh, Totally agree. Filled with, like, boss, boss fights and epic mobility and crazy off-the-wall shenanigans. Uh... All right, let's talk about let's talk about what this game is. Uh, this game is an open world, highly mobile, third-person shooter. Nah, sure. Uh, kind of in the vein of the Grand Theft Auto world, but like more and like let's let's call it uh, Dead Rising meets Infamous meets Splashes of Neon. Because this game is colorful, like crazy. Which which comes out even in the story. Um, mm-hmm. the the long and short of this game's plot uh, is that a new energy drink brand comes out and is big on the hype train, and the whole world drinks it, and everyone who drinks it is turned into some crazy like energy drink mutants. Mm. And your job as someone who, I'm not sure if you were unaffected by the energy drink or you just didn't drink it, but uh, now your job is to blow them all up. 
Dang. In flashy, ridiculous ways with a ridiculous... Oh my, it just looks like yeah. crazy fun, man. Yeah. Like, uh, there's there's a boss fight. Uh, spoiler warning, turn it off for the next 20 seconds if you don't want to know what one of the random boss fights in the game is. <laughs> uh, there's a boss fight with, like, a giant, like, float, like, from a parade, and it calls you a shithead and then shoots laser beams out of its eyes as you're grinding around through, like, skyscraper, roller coaster land, shooting it with all sorts of stupid, stupid stuff, man. It's, Dang. It looks fun. If you like stupid, colorful fun... And probably a little too much cursing. Yeah. That game's for game you. There's definitely a lot of potty humor, so at least that's what I would assume. So if you have an Xbox One and no games for it, which is all of you that were in the first category, <laughs> I'd, I'd recommend trying this one. Alternatively, there is a bundle for it. You get a nice white Xbox One. Oh, yeah, and if you don't have an Xbox One, $349.99 U.S. Yep. dollars. <laughs> USD. That's a, even, that's a better deal. That's a better deal than the PlayStation 3 was, like, a decade ago. How awesome is that? Dang. What was that, $599 U.S. dollars? It's Ridge What's... Racer. Bridge Racer! You're losing me. Uh, it doesn't matter. Let's talk about other things that I want to play. What else we got? Uh, let's talk about something I don't want to play. The Legend of Grimrock 2. Oh. Yeah. 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 Apparently The Legend of Grimrock was a wonderful cult classic about walking in straight lines deeper and deeper into a dungeon and using your pen and paper to keep track of a plethora of statistics that no one ever wants to keep track of as they go down to this dungeon and fight random but very, very plain Dungeons and Dragons style bosses. Well, when you describe it like that, sign me up. I'm ready. Let's do this. What it looks like to me is uh, the developers were looking to tap into that uh, lucrative audience of people who never stopped playing Ultima, but really thought they'd like it updated with the latest... uh, and by latest, I do mean original graphics from the original EverQuest game. <laughs> so they so, were they were looking for that really really low polygonal count uh, graphics. You know, they wanted they wanted pointy faces and pointy heads and. Uh, you know, I'm gonna the, I'm gonna go ahead and venture a guess. Uh, you're probably <laughs> you're probably not gonna be picking this one up. No, I'm guess. not sure. There's enough time in my life. For that. Well, yeah, I never played the first one. Uh, I heard it was cool. I thought about picking it up sometime. It's been highly recommended to me, but never found the drive, I guess. Yeah, it came lowly recommended to me, and uh, I see why. (laughs) Uh, One last thing I was looking at. Uh, maybe playing soon. Uh, it's a game that I've had in my Steam library kind of staring at me for a while, like everyone seems to, um, mm-hmm. is Outlast. And since it is coming up on the end of October, uh, and I've been looking for something scary, Outlast, from what I did see of it, when, when I did buy it, because I did play, like, about half an hour in, that game seemed really polished for a horror game. It was very smooth, it had great atmosphere, and as far as horror games go, uh, it seemed like a solid pick, 
It's about like a, a dude who goes up to investigate some asylum where no one had heard about anyone for a while. I don't know why this guy's going up and not the army. I don't know. I didn't get that far into the game. I don't uh, know, but he's, he's, he's got a camcorder or something. Boy, oh boy, does he have a camera and no weapons. So and apparently like... there's batteries everywhere. I don't know. I, my, my stance on horror games is the same as my stance on, on uh, horror movies. Just don't. Just nope. <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, that game looked pretty good from what I've seen of it. Uh, so I was looking at playing some more. Um... I don't know if any of you in the podcast listening community are super into watching live streams, but I was thinking if I was going to play this game, maybe this is a game that I could live stream and play with you sometime around Halloween. So if anyone is into that, uh, maybe uh, shoot us an email, let me know. If enough of you seem interested, maybe I'll live stream some Outlast coming up here in the next couple of weeks or something. And I won't. Yeah, and Griffin, and Griffin might tune in to say hi and then leave. <laughs> yep. Uh, so what are you looking forward to, man? Uh, you know, Sunset Overdrive definitely looks like a lot of fun, but uh, I gotta say, Bayonetta 2, uh, still on my radar. Uh, I haven't had time to get to it yet, mm-hmm. uh, with Lords of the Fallen uh, taking up my time right now. But uh, all the reviews Bayonetta 2, super good. Uh, you know, looks super good, looks super fun. It comes packaged with Bayonetta 1. Uh, I never played that, so it's kind of a double bu- bundle for me. Uh, I get to play them. There is uh, one thing uh, in Bayonetta 2 that's just a little weird, uh, and it, this kind of showed itself in Hyrule Warriors a little later on that I don't think you got to. But uh, Probably not. Both these games got a lot of boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen that in Bayonetta. I definitely didn't get that far in Hyrule Warriors. Uh, Sheik and Impa, not, no, not well endowed. Not so much, but uh, one of the main enemies in Hyrule Warriors, Sia, I think is her name, CIA, whatever, however you pronounce it, she has so much flesh just out in the open. Ugh. It's it's like you, you wouldn't let your kids play this game. Ugh. Uh, and, and Bayonetta 2 is, I mean, that's, you know, whether, whatever you feel about it, good, bad, you know. The gameplay looks fun. It, it looks, does. It looks kind of like that zany, same, in the same vein as, uh, in the same vein as Sunset Overdrive. It looks fun, but I just can't get over what they did to the appearance of that character, because I, I can't get past it. It's just, I mean, it, it's not even, ugh, it's way <laughs> overdone. Not in good taste, in my uh, opinion. Yeah, I mean, you know, to each their own. I think it, it's nice to, that she's at least, uh, as I've seen it described, in control of her sexuality. Sure, is, she's a strong nice. female lead, right? But, uh, oh, good. Yeah, let's not, not get into not, those Not things. that I'm not opposed to strong female leads. I want strong female leads. Let's take their boobs away. So that they could be respectable, strong female leads, please. And and speaking of strong, respectable females, um, one of the marketing things uh, with Bayonetta 2 is they got a Playboy model to do a, a photo shoot uh, oh, cosplaying Jesus. as God Bayonetta. God so uh, I found it interesting that I guess Nintendo, uh, like many of us, wish we could, uh, are embracing boobs. So 
So we went straight back to the lovely, lovely days of Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> Where you can't be a ninjess without having breasts of steel. So, anyway. I hate people. I don't, I don't know what's going to come of that, or even if that's ever going to happen again. Turn it around, Nintendo. Fix it. <laughs> and we don't mean go to butts. Anyway, um, yeah. Got Happy anything, hunting. Got anything else you're looking forward to? No. No? All right. Not well, right let's, now. Let's move on to uh, the listener email section. Griffin, uh, we don't have any uh, transitional sounds yet, so why don't you beatbox us a listener email section? Whoop! All right. Moving on to emails. The emails. <laughs> moving on to the emails. Alright, uh, send your listener emails to simpleasthatpodcast at gmail.com. That's simpleasthatpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, once again, simpleasthatpodcast at gmail.com. Hey, Griffin, where can they mm. send their listener emails? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's simpleasthatpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, simpleasthatpodcast at gmail.com. Send your listener emails. Uh, emails. Now, uh, Drake, 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 Drake. Yeah. Uh, now, now, I'm not a big email fan. Yeah. Uh, what if I wanted to tweet something at you? Can I do that? Oh, man, if you wanted to tweet something at us, let me tell you. In this past week, I've been big on setting up the podcast stuff. Mm. And by that, I mean I set up a social media account, which I haven't done in well over a decade, I set us up a lovely, lovely Twitter account. And while uh, I've never been big into the Twit world, maybe I can try it now. Uh, So we got a Twitter, and that's twitter.com slash simpleasthatpod. Mm -hmm. I I had to stop at pod because I didn't really think about the wide, wide world of Twitter whenever I was creating the evidently unwieldy long name of this podcast. (laughs) And simple as that, believe it or not, uh, being so simple was already taken. So... Hmm. Twitter.com slash simple as that pod. Follow us and I'll announce when podcasts are coming out and when we're doing live streams and fun stuff like that. Join the community at twitter.com slash simple as that pod. So tweet us all your tweets and twats and twats and toons and toes. But and we'll be know. twits together. Wow. Don't don't send dick pics. Oh yeah. That's what I'm or do. Drake's checking all that, so I don't gotta look at him. <laughs> Perfect. Alright, uh, getting into our first email here. I read the Ridiculous League email, so why don't you bring us in to the email section, Griffin? Alright, uh, first email, uh, from a Chris W. Hey, I know y'all are a bunch of noobs. When are you gonna stream some Hearthstone Arena runs? Also, what are your thoughts on Dark Souls 2 races? I also noticed you were referring to Ash as a carry, but I'm pretty sure I've played that game before, and she is a support champ. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, we did. Good work on the podcast, though. I couldn't even tell you don't know a thing about video games. Uh, thanks, Chris. We were uh, we were trying to keep that on the DL, and you outed us. Don't email oh. us again. Again, uh, try to keep the email questions <laughs> to, like, one or two questions, because... I've already forgotten what the first question was. Uh, uh, Hearthstone Arena Runs. You going to stream any of those? I love Hearthstone. And I'll probably stream some Arena Runs. And I was thinking about doing some fun, more, you know, community stuff. Uh, and I know you're bad at Arena Runs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm bad at Arena Runs. Mm-hmm. But I know that you, you're coming into town next month. 
I, I may be doing something like that. Well, if that, you, if, if you and I should find ourselves in similar locations, maybe we can do like a live couch, Hearthstone Arena run, cast live stream with the community, chatting on Twitch with all of our friends out there in the podcast world. Kind of stressing. That sounds fun. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. Maybe if such an occasion should occur in the middle of November, on a I'm sure we'll tweet about Friday, it. So... That we'll tweet about it and let y'all know. <laughs> so follow us that on Twitter at twitter.com/simpleasthatpod. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. And send All us right. your emails telling us how much you want to see that at simpleasthatpodcast at gmail.com. Simpleasthatpodcast at gmail.com. All right, Drake, uh, I'm going to restrict you to one sentence, like I'm restricting listeners on their emails uh, okay. to this answer. What are your thoughts on Dark Souls 2 races? Can we do Dark Souls 1? All right. <laughs> I, I, I think that's all you need to hear on that one. Shall we Shall we move on? Sure. All right, the next one from Niles B. Niles B., you get a gold star for following the rule that we hadn't set in place yet. <laughs> but uh, when do you guys find time to play games? And... What got you into playing the games you play? Drake, why don't you... When do you find time to play games? Uh, well, let's see. I'm a, I'm a busy working man with, mm-hmm. a, with a poppin' social schedule. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, pretty much most days when I get home from work. Nice. Until I decide that I'm done doing that and want to watch television. Or yep. go to bed. Or cook dinner. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That's... That's a that's a similar time for me too, except, you know, yeah, I, I don't that's, know. That's 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 the end of my statement. That's a similar time for me. Excellent. And uh, what what got you into playing games? Uh, I I got playing games on StarCraft and like Donkey Kong Country on the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, those Good were a games. lot of fun. Good games. Uh, Good memories. I remember, yeah, yeah. I remember a lot playing uh, Warcraft Three. Uh, I would play against computers and only use heroes to win. Uh, <laughs> oh, so God. that was that was fun. Uh-huh. Uh, what about you? What uh, what, did, what started you playing? Oh man, I got hooked young. They they got me. They got me in that young. I can remember my first moment with a video game. I will one hundred percent blame my father for this. <laughs> I woke up late one Saturday morning and came into the living room. Where my father was sitting on our big tube TV playing the original NES Zelda. Oh, man. And I was hypnotized. I was mesmerized. I was stupefied. And I just sat and drooled and watched. I'm like, are, are you moving the television with that controller? That's crazy. That's nuts. Um, and... Played a lot of NES games as a way, way little kid. A lot of time that I should have been outside, I don't know, hitting my neighbors with sticks. I probably nice. spent inside playing video games, uh, and that formed me into the socially inept character that I am today. Excellent. I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, after that, I, I moved on to Warcraft 2 and Dungeons and Dragons, like any cool kid would. Oh, so you... Summon Satan in your oh, basement. Oh yeah, I had braces, a retainer, glasses. Uh, I was casting magic missiles into the <sighs> darkness. I was, I was the quintessential d- 
dork star. You um, were just a walking stereotype, weren't you? Yeah. My my big my my first foray into competitive gaming was probably with Warcraft three. That was probably the game that I played during my uh, heyday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was when when I was best at games. Warcraft <laughs> three, man. There was one point I think I was ranked in the top six hundred on the USA ladder. Dang. Yeah, which probably equates to something around like bottom four percent on the Korean ladder. Nice. That's still uh, a <laughs> couple percent higher than I was. Yeah, looked looked pretty good though. Like uh, like on all those tournaments they did, those weekly tournaments, I did pretty well and was pretty proud of myself. Uh, and then I went into StarCraft Two, played a lot in beta, and fell out of that. Uh, and then some nerd named Griffin got me to install League of Legends one day. <laughs> what a jerk! He Dude. basically ruined your life. <laughs> that ass hat ruined my life. <laughs> and I thank him for it still. Yep. So that's what got that's what got me into playing games. Yep. And uh, uh one one final email. We right, we'll we'll do one more email. This podcast is already up to over an hour. Uh, all right. We're already over an hour, which is cool. I'm all right with doing a podcast that long. If you guys are all right with listening to a podcast that long, if you're not interested in listening to the podcast anymore, feel free to turn it off. Yeah. Please we may have should have put that at the beginning like the date, but you know, if you made it this far then you guys stick with it. We got one more email. We got you one email. We got one email right. coming up. All right. Final uh, email. This email is from a listener who wished not to be named. So, we'll keep this guy as uh, Mr. Ano Nymouse. Mr. Ano Nymouse is what we'll call him. All right. All right. Oh, that's anonymous. Mr. Anonymous. A friend of mine informed me that podcasts were basically radio shows, which got me worrying. I have heard that video killed the radio star, and as far as I know, has never been apprehended. Knowing the video is still out there killing radio stars every day, are you sure you want to put yourself in peril for this podcast? I would recommend maybe adding some video and putting it on YouTube to save yourselves. Mr. Anonymous raises a pretty good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, video did kill the radio stars, dude. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of, it's kind of like internet radio. Yeah. I mean, yep. I mean, I know we yep. talked about doing yep. some streams, yep. but maybe we ought to, maybe we ought to get on that. Yeah. I'm not looking, having my head chopped off. Yeah, that sounds dangerous. I mean, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe we should get on this streaming thing. Let us know if that's what you're into. Thank you, Mr. Anony Mouse. Mr. Anony Mouse. Asking the hard-hitting questions that uh, nobody else would ask. Are you sure you want to die for a podcast? No. Only only a podcast this good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only only the best podcast that you've ever heard in your entire life. Or, quite possibly, if you're still listening, the only podcast you've ever heard in your entire life. Yeah, if you're still listening, you don't know what a good podcast is. And don't go out and find other podcasts. <laughs> this is the one. This is, this is the one. The only one. The Matrix. We are the Matrix of podcasts. Neo, you are the podcast. All right. Well, on that note, 
Uh, uh, send your emails to simpleasthatpodcast at gmail.com. Simpleasthatpodcast at gmail.com. Send your tweets to uh, uh, twitter.com slash simpleasthatpod. Uh, yeah. Twitter.com slash simpleasthatpod. P-O-D. All right. Well, I think that's all we got. That is all we got. Did you come up with a good sign-off last week? I don't remember. Uh, no, but I'm sure that uh, creating a good sign-off is just as simple as that. I hate you. <laughs> We're out. Peace! Issue a special thanks to Tom Miller for our music this week. Uh, if you like the music, go ahead and let us know at simpleasthatpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at twitter slash simpleasthatpod. Thanks again, and uh, see you next week. Tell your friends!